Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin, Lesson 9. Dajiahao, you are listening to Dim Sum Mandarin. Dim Sum Mandarin is a show that brings you Mandarin lessons in bite-sized chunks. Through Dim Sum Mandarin, you will learn Mandarin in any setting of your choice, whether you're commuting to work, exercising at the gym, or simply relaxing with a drink. 我是家中, my name is Chung, and I will be your teacher on this journey. Welcome back to Dim Sum Mandarin. We'll be continuing our lesson on how to talk about our likes and dislikes. In the first part of this lesson, we'll learn to talk about activities that we like and don't like to do. In the second part, we'll learn how to suggest to our new friends an activity we could do together in the near future. And in the final part of this lesson, we'll go back to numbers. And we'll learn the ways to read off strings of numbers, such as your phone number. This free podcast forms just one part of the Dim Sum Mandarin course. You can find out more about our additional learning materials at our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. Now, let's get started. We'll start off this lesson by learning some verbs. Even though we have mentioned that most words in Mandarin consist of two syllabuses, a lot of the verbs for the basic actions we do are actually described by a single character. For example, to eat is 吃, 吃. To drink is 喝, 喝. To learn is 学, 学. The verbs for to look or to watch a movie or TV or to read things like a book or a newspaper are all 看, 看. And to listen to music or the radio is 听, all the verbs that we've listed here are transitive verbs, meaning that these are verbs that can take a direct object. As such, with the exception of 吃, sentences with these verbs generally will need a direct object. Otherwise, the sentences will not be complete. Let's go through these one by one. Starting with the verb 吃, it can, for example, take the direct object 中餐, which we learned in the last lesson. We can therefore ask the question, do you like to eat Chinese food? Which is, 你喜欢吃中餐吗? 你喜欢吃中餐吗? Now let's try to give an answer. How would you say I really like to eat Chinese food a lot? That would be 我非常喜欢吃中餐 
我非常喜欢吃中餐。The second verb is 喝 which is to drink. This verb can take any direct object that's a drink. For example, coffee, which is 咖啡 So we can ask the question, "Do you like to drink coffee?" by saying, 你喜欢喝咖啡吗你喜欢喝咖啡吗 And how would you say I don't really like to drink coffee? That would be, 我不太喜欢喝咖啡。我不太喜欢喝咖啡。The third verb is 学 which is to learn. This verb can take a direct object such as a topic like Mandarin, which is 普通话。So we can ask the question: Do you like to learn Mandarin? Which is, 你喜欢学普通话吗？你喜欢学普通话吗 ？And what would be the answer if you wanted to say, "I really like to learn Mandarin"? That would be, 我很喜欢学普通话。我很喜欢学普通话。The fourth verb is to watch or to read, and this verb is 看 Let's say we want to ask the question, "Do you like to watch movies?" You would say, 你喜欢看电影吗？ I'm sure you've guessed that 电影 is movies, so that's 你喜欢看电影吗 ？And how would you answer if you wanted to say I don't like to watch movies? You would say 我不喜欢看电影。我不喜欢看电影。And finally, we have the verb to listen, which is 听 And if we wanted to ask, "Do you like to listen to music?" we will say, 你喜欢听音乐吗？你喜欢听音乐吗 ？And let's say we love music. How would you say, "I really like to listen to music a lot"? You would say, 我非常喜欢听音乐。我非常喜欢听音乐。非常好。Now that we can establish what someone else likes or dislikes, we might want to suggest doing some of the things in common together. Example: We could suggest to our new friend that we could go watch a movie together. Or we could go grab a meal together. The sentence we want to form is, "Let's go watch a movie together one of these days." That sounds like a scary sentence to put together, but it's really not that bad.
Let's take it step by step by forming the sentence, Let's go watch a movie. In Mandarin, that would be, 我们去看电影吧. You should recognize 我们, which is we, and we learned 看电影, which is to watch a movie in this lesson. So the first new word in that sentence is 去, which is the verb to go. That's Q-U with a fourth tone. 去, 去. And the construction 去看电影 means exactly what it looks like, which is to go watch a movie. So 我们去看电影 means we go to watch a movie. Let's practice that. 我们去看电影 我们去看电影 And the final particle pa is used to indicate a suggestion or a request. It's essentially like the English let's as in let's do something. So the whole sentence 我们去看电影吧 means let's go watch a movie. Let's practice that. 我们去看电影吧 我们去看电影吧 Now the sentence we are trying to form is let's go watch a movie together one of these days. So we are missing the word together and the time phrase one of these days. Together in Mandarin is 一起 一起 is generally placed before the verb that the group of people involved are going to do together. So in this sentence, it will go before 去看电影 and the sentence will become 我们一起去看电影吧 This now means let's go watch a movie together. 我们一起去看电影吧 Now for the final part, the time phrase one of these days. In Mandarin, one of these days is 改天 Tian And time phrases in Mandarin are generally placed right after the subject, which is woman in this sentence. So the complete sentence for let's go watch a movie together one of these days is 我们改天一起去看电影吧 我们改天一起去看电影吧 Let's now use the same structure and form a couple of sentences. How would you say, let's go have coffee together one of these days? You would say, 我们改天一起去喝咖啡吧 我们改天一起去喝咖啡吧 How would you say, let's go have western food together one of these days? 我们改天一起去吃西餐吧 我们改天一起去吃西餐吧 非常好 Now, in order to keep in touch so that you can arrange the time and place for the date with your new friend, 
you'll probably need his or her phone number. And one of the ways to ask for a phone number is 你的电话号码是多少? 电话 is phone and 号码 is number. And together, 电话号码 is phone number. Let's practice that. 电话号码 so, 你的电话号码 is your phone number. 多少 is the question word for how much or how many. And it's used here because the Chinese view phone numbers as consisting of numbers, even though these numbers don't really specify any quantities. So the whole question is, your phone number is how many? Or, 你的电话号码是多少? 你的电话号码是多少? And you could answer this question by just rattling off your number, or you could say the complete answer, which is 我的电话号码是, followed by your number. The only thing I need to point out here is that phone numbers, as well as other numbers such as room numbers in hotels, or bus route numbers are read off as they are listed one by one. So if you see 4058, you will read it as 4058. The only thing to note is that with the exception of Taiwan, the number 1 is usually not read as E in these situations. It is instead usually read as Yao. This is to differentiate it from the similar sounding qi for the number 7. Since mobile numbers in China are 11 digits long, I won't try to test everyone's memory power here. A common way to read off mobile numbers in China is to read off the first three numbers, then the next four, then the last four. Let's do some practice in the same manner. I'll read off the English numbers and you should try to say them in Mandarin before I repeat them. Ready? 159 So in China, I would probably tell someone my phone number by saying 幺五九六七三二四零幺八。很好, let's listen in again on Wang Wei, Sarah and Ivan. 你们喜欢吃火锅吗? 我们很喜欢吃火锅。我们改天一起去吃吧。好啊。那你的电话号码是多少呢? 我的电话号码是 That conversation was slightly longer than usual, but hopefully you understood most of that. One of the unfamiliar words might be 火锅, which refers to a meal with a hot pot or steamboat. So when Wang Wei asked, 你们喜欢吃火锅吗? He was asking, do you guys like to eat 
hot pot. Sarah then tells him that they really like hot pots. Wang Wei then suggests that they go for hot pot one of these days, which Sarah then agrees to. Wang Wei then asks for her number, which she then tells him. You can try to write down that number on your next listen. Finally, Wang Wei then says, 好,我们再联系。再 means again, and 联系 means to contact each other. So the whole sentence, 好,我们再联系。means, great, we'll contact each other again. Let's have another listen. 你们喜欢吃火锅吗? 我们很喜欢吃火锅。我们改天一起去吃吧。好啊。那你的电话号码是多少呢? 我的电话号码是 好,我们再联系。And there you have it. We have covered all the main content for the first module of Dim Sum Mandarin. You should now have the basic tools to get to know another person in the Mandarin-speaking country. Practice is obviously important when you're learning a new language, and there are a few ways you can do this with Dim Sum Mandarin. Firstly, you could re-listen to parts of the lessons that you are unsure about in the podcast. You can also sign up for our premium membership so that you can refer to the written lesson guides and more importantly, you can have more practice with our supplement podcast and also our worksheets. To find out more about our premium memberships, just go to www.dimsummandarin.com You can also like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you'll receive our posts and tweets which will remind you of key grammar points and also test you with small quizzes. And of course, if you still have any other questions or feedback, you can always write to us by going to our website and clicking on the feedback icon. In the final lesson of Module 1, besides learning some new content, we'll also do a bit of revision and you can also test all that you've learned as we'll be listening to a completely new dialogue. We hope to see you back here then. As always, Thank you for downloading this podcast. 谢谢大家收听我们的播客。下次见。This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com.